Hi, and welcome to the Compassionate Achiever podcast, where you can learn how helping others fuels your success. I'm Tracy Day, and I'm here with my co-host, Dr. Chris Cook, and our producer, Pete. Hello there. How are you guys today? We're doing okay, and I got to say right off the bat, Tracy and Pete and listeners, I don't have a sound effect today. I don't have a sound effect because the sounds of the protesters should be the ones that we all hear. The sounds of the silent white majority should be the sound that we hear. And I don't want to have fun with this topic today. I want to get serious uh, about it because it is a serious issue. And the Black Lives Matter, this is important for our the health of our country, the health of our civil society. I think the future of our children. And for us to talk about the role of compassion in the whole Black Lives Matter movement is something that I think we all should take very, very, very seriously. And so, guys, no sound effect today. No, because it isn't a laughing matter, and we're usually chuckling about the sound effect. And and you're right. I mean, there are so many protests and uh, just ways of showing how people are so upset about what's going on in our country right now. And I, for one, think it is amazing. And when they're peaceful protests, not certainly not the looting and all of that kind of thing, but, you know, it is our First Amendment right. And honestly, I think it's kind of our duty to really speak out and to say what we think. And enough is enough. And here we are. I know the listeners can't see us, but here we are, three white people. And I certainly think that Black Lives Matter. I, I know you guys do too. And it's important for others to, if they believe that, to speak up, I think, because this isn't just a black issue. This is not just about the black community saying, hey, we matter. This is about our society. It's kind of gotten to the point, I think, it's just my opinion, that we do need to put our foot down and say, you know what, enough of this stuff. The whole George Floyd thing is just, I think, it really has come to a head and we, we, there needs to be some changes. Um, I went to a very peaceful protest yesterday in Danbury. Um, I'm terrible judge of how many people, um, but there had to be a couple thousand people there and it was amazing. And, and I loved some of the signs that they had, you know, silence is, what were some of them? Um, I'm never going to remember how catchy they were. But, you know, to be silent is kind of being complacent right now. And and I really think that that is important. And that's why we're talking about it here today. Um, Pete, you brought, brought up a good point about it is a touchy subject. and And some people are a little hesitant to just, you know, lay it out there to really talk about it because everybody's trying to be PC about it. But, you know, where is where is that threshold of to get down and dirty and tell people what we really think? And, you know, 
how do we make that change? So you had some good points earlier that you were making. Yeah, and I think if I can just kind of go down another lane for a minute, uh, we recorded an interview a few months ago on a different show with uh, a student from WestCon who was sponsoring a trans activist to come to campus, and it ended up getting canceled because of you know coronavirus and everything. But the great thing about the interview was that she kept saying things like, you know, it's okay to not know. It's okay to not understand what words you're supposed to use or how to talk about these things. The important thing is that you ask and that you... You know, like she kept saying queer and Paul, who was doing the interview, said, I, you know, I, coming from where I'm coming from, I can't say that word like that was always a dirty word. That was a bad word. It was something I wasn't supposed to say. So and she said, that's OK. Don't say something if you're unfamiliar, if you're uncomfortable. And that, I think, was the biggest thing I took from that whole exchange. And it was it was a great learning experience that, yeah, if a word makes you uncomfortable, it's OK not to say it. But you. you 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 can still talk about the issues and you can still if saying the word black makes you uncomfortable that's all right but you still have to talk about it mm -hmm. you know you know because yeah a lot of us are are raised in places where you you know that's taught to you as something you're not supposed to say Pete, i think that's Erica Sabovic yes she's it is. an honor student she's right fantastic. and yep oh yeah she won the Jesse Lewis Compassion Award for Westcon this year. Great. So that award is given to the student uh, who demonstrates that their compassion knows no bounds. And uh, the way you explained how that person, Erica, explained it to you, I was like, <laughs> that sounds exactly like yeah. Erica. <laughs> She's well, amazing, good for her. amazing person. Yeah, and I think the same thing can go for this. You know, just bring it up and ask how people want to be described or ask, you know, I think that's important. Mm -hmm. But when you don't have someone to ask, like, you know what I mean? Like, then I think if you do it in a way that you're trying to do your best and, and you have the good heart behind it and it's, it's meant in a positive way, then we are going to make mistakes. We are going to say things that could be offensive to someone else. But if it's done without malice and it's done with the right intention, I think then, you know, we, we're all learning. We're all learning through this whole process. So, and Chris, you know, this is a perfect time to talk about Luca, this issue, the, uh, right? We do need to it listen really to is. learn. And I think we, yeah, I think you're right, Tracy. And, and I think that the way I want to get into that is to kind of build off of something you said earlier on uh, the idea that a peaceful protest, right? Not of the violent protests. And, you know, when I think of peaceful protests and making a difference, I think of Dr. Martin Luther King, uh, right? He was about he, one of the most peaceful men. He led an important change that didn't go obviously far enough. In, in our society, right? And he tried. Uh, and I think we all, I don't care what color you are, we all need to pick up his mantle, his baton, and continue to walk, holding it together. Uh, and I, I just hope we do that. And, and the reason I bring that up and, and go back to what you were saying is that there are different types of light in the world. And there's a, a, like a blinding light. And that, that's a anger to me. Right, because you know it, it it can spark rage. That's that's a light. That that spark is a light, but it blinds you to understanding. It blinds you to other people's feelings. The other, 
the way people outside of you think, right? And that, that type of light blinds you. And then there's, I think, a more illuminating light, and that's compassion. Because it takes you into a different path. It doesn't, you know, rev you up, even though right now I'm getting revved up because we're talking about compassion. I love talking about compassion, right? So maybe I'm a weirdo. Actually, I know I'm a weirdo. Um, yeah, Pete's shaking his head. Um, and I love it. I embrace it's it. That's why we love you. And it's part of why we oh, love you. Thanks, Jason. <laughs> <laughs> and that light helps you to understand more. Why? Because of Luca, right? You have to listen first. And so you guys can see me, the listeners can't. So when I want to say something, I usually do this. <laughs> but I put my hands over my mouth to tell me, to remind me to be quiet and to listen to the people that are talking, not to listen to my inside voice of what I think they're talking about. But to literally listen, not just with my brain, but with my heart. And that's the first step of compassion. And boy, does the light turn on in a whole bunch of different areas that you didn't even think of before, right? It's not the blinding light that you can't see. It's this illuminating light by just listening and seeking to understand how another person sees the problem. Because... Compassion is about taking that perspective. It's about letting your perspective go for a while so that you can truly listen to how they see it. And man, when you do that, it just the world lights up for you in so many different ways. And it, it can be overwhelming at times because another person's perspective can rock you to the core. And sometimes... That's what's needed in order to make change. And right now, there are so many beautiful voices coming together. And you were part of it yesterday, Tracy, in, in the protest. It's a choir to me. We have a choir of Americans singing to the rest of America that there needs to be a change. We all need to be a part of that song. We all need to join in, in peaceful ways, in Dr. King's ways. And so, yeah, Luca, that listening, listening to understand is really, really important, Tracy. Mm -hmm. I heard a great interview from the mayor of Atlanta, and she was saying that how people, you know, and she's a black woman, so... She's saying, look, Martin Luther King, this is these riots that are getting out of control and everything else. This is not the way to make change. And she said, you know, I'm worried about my son. I'm worried about where he is. How is he safe? All these things. So we have to be able to share our voices and and listen to other people's perspective and Again, I'm just speaking for myself, but it's not like the, well, let's listen to them, the black voice. That That is not what we're talking about here. It is, I think, the, the difference between people that are looking at race as the human race. You know, there was one of the signs, again, I go back to, we all bleed the same color. And I loved that. It's not about 
you know, us versus them, white versus black. It's really people that are racist versus people that are understanding and and look at the human race as all one color. It doesn't matter. And and I think that's where the divide is right now. And that is where we need to listen to hear what hopefully that other people that are being so racist right now can hear a different side, just as you said, that not by the blinding, raging kind of light, but but to take actions about listening to the other person. And then, of course, there's the understanding and then there's the acting, the acting part, the action part. So what is that action that can be made and it starts with all of us individually and it can make us much better people if we can just do our own part each one of us the collective change i think will be there right so we got that listening we got that understanding right before that acting right is that c and luca and it's about connecting (laughs) it's about con and that connection it can't be fake that connection has to be real. You have to take the time. You have to cultivate, right? And to me, in, in, in addressing a lot of these systemic issues, you have to connect the different parts of civil society together. We haven't done that. We haven't, in, in my opinion, we haven't patched up, uh, and I've seen stories about this, the 1968 riots. To me, they... St- those fires have still been slowly burning in the background of American, American society because mm-hmm. we haven't connected the different parts of society. We are all Americans. And what I don't like is when someone you know, uses the word patriot um, because they're, each side's using a patriot. And there are no sides to this. We are one, right? And so if you're going to use patriot at all, p- please use it in a three-letter, I mean three-word um, sense, patriot of humanity, right? Because I think we've forgotten that we are all in this together. And to look at another fellow human being as some somebody or something you have to control, that, to me, that, that 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 is not only disgusting that that is anti-american in terms of this freedom that we all have and we all give to each other if one person is not free in the united states of america i'm sorry none of us are and if we don't treat each other with that respect i would actually like us to call it sacredness because we do not defy anything that we consider sacred. In compassion, every human being is considered sacred. I don't, I don't want to use the word dignity because I've been in many different places across this country, in my service days and, and, and academia, and I've heard people say when someone walks into the room, oh, she has such dignity. Just by that phrase, that means someone else doesn't have as much dignity as her. And I I don't like that. (laughs) No, we all have it. So I I want us to use 
and treat each other as sacred. And man, if we treated each other as sacred, we wouldn't break each other. We would allow each other to breathe. And when someone says, I can't breathe, you've gone down the wrong path. We have gone down the wrong path. And like we said before, there are a choir of Americans singing a song to get us back on the right path. And that, that to me, man, that, that's what we have to move to. And it's by connecting with them. And Tracy, you know, by you being able to get there, it, taking that action, that, that connection was part of the action, right? But it doesn't stop with a podcast. It doesn't stop with an op-ed. It doesn't stop by going to your town officials and going to town meetings to make sure everything's squared away. It never stops, actually. Right? We have to look after and help one another. Oh, man, if we do that, this is a society that, that no one can topple. We're the only ones that can topple us. And we're doing a pretty good job right now of toppling ourselves. We need to get back on track. Yeah. So I think that's what we need to take away from today is that it really, and, and again, we want to get back to how helping others fuels your success. That's what we're all about. Believe me, we will all be better for it if we are treating people the same as we want to be treated. And it really does affect you. I mean, I, and believe me, it's not about me showing up at some rally, but it just made me realize how I need to do so much more. And and that's where I think it all starts. We have to look at ourselves and say, what can we do to make this better for not only everyone else, but for myself too. And in taking action, it did make me feel better somewhat about it, but it just makes me want to do more. So. All right. Thank you, Tracy. Thank you, Pete. And I, I hope for every, for all of us that we can find ways to unleash the compassionate achievers within us so we can have that light of understanding illuminate our worlds and our own hearts so that we all can unlock success. Thanks, everyone. Thanks, everybody. The Compassionate Achiever Podcast is a production of WCSU Media, engineered by Peter Puccio and produced by Scott Volpe. Listen and subscribe on Spotify, Stitcher, SoundCloud, or anywhere you get your podcasts. And please rate and review us on Apple Podcasts. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at CompAchieverPod. And feel free to reach out to us by email at podcasts at wcsu.edu. Thanks for listening.